0: Uh, All right, that was a lot of fun. That was. Now, let's um, keep it rolling. Do you have a few more minutes? Sure. I just thought you were trying to get to bed. I know, but I also watched Shazam earlier today. Oh! And I felt like that was going to start too long a conversation to bring it up right then.
1: I could talk about Shazam for a while.
0: Okay, maybe we can do like... Ten or fifteen minutes yeah. on Shazam. Sure, it could be a mini episode. Mini episode, absolutely. Let's go. Mini episode. Okay, I'm going to start by reading the review I wrote of Shazam on my letterboxed profile. Okay. <laughs> okay. Did the actors who played Shazam and Billy meet each other? Were they allowed to watch each other's performances? Did different people write their dialogue in separate silos? Because they don't behave, talk, or apparently think like the same character. Mm -hmm. To the point that I kept wondering if they reshot all the Shazam scenes to lighten the tone. Just like they pasted Bing Crosby over the car crash in the beginning to make the opening less dark. Right, right. Still, I found this movie good, dumb fun, despite myself. Yeah, I enjoyed the Harryhausen-inspired monsters. I really liked that they didn't tell us until the very end, like which one was which monster. They let us figure or which uh, deadly sin was which monster. They let us figure that out. I really enjoyed the hammy and uh, two-reeler menace of the villain, played by who? Mark Strong. Mark Strong. I really, I really liked his performance, even though it was like paper thin. I thought it was great. (laughs) I really enjoyed him. Uh, And I especially liked the treatment of the family themes. Mm. I thought the tone of every scene in Billy's new home, the foster home, was spot on. Yeah. Just like filled with warmth and humor. And I just think like the sequel just needs to really be do more of, of that. Have that more of that tone instead of trying to do the hey we're getting beer, we're going to make two trips to a strip club vibe right uh. Uh, I think it's just too bad that uh, the the kid playing uh, young Billy whose name I don't have here uh, who looks like a love child between Maisie Williams and Toby Maguire <laughs> it's too bad that his performance felt lost because the movie had no clear conception of who young Billy is so I interjected into my own review there, but oh, okay, yeah, that's a great, that's great.
1: I too enjoyed Shazam very much, and also was very weirded out by, like you said, the complete incongruity between Shazam and Billy Batson. Yeah, <laughs> it was like what, what? What? You got a street smart kid who's dark and kind of really troubled and really focused on. Not kid delight and quiet, and then all that goes out the window when he's Zachary Levi, who I like Zachary Levi's performance more than I ever thought I would. the The movie did the right thing of like moving away from the the DC oriented like darkness and went okay, let's go lighter tone, let's go fun, more fun, let's do more for kids. Great, and then what do they yeah. do? Strip clubs, beer. Um, uh, Venom style decapitations by biting people's heads off An opening with a really dark car crash and yeah. parents uh, we're, we're going to introduce the idea of parental abandonment <laughs> to kids and then that conference room scene which was genuinely one of the more horrifying <laughs> scenes yeah. I've seen and I'm like wait this is what Pounding happens when you clash. try to market more to kids what the heck
0: i really, I, I I, was watching it. And I'm like, are all these shots that we're seeing of Zachary Levi? Is Zachary his Levi, name?
1: yeah.
0: As is like this motor mouth, comic relief character is, as the lead. Like, uh-huh. are these all reshoots? Like, this is where all the special <laughs> effects are. It can't be all, right. all. But it really felt that way. They said, no, this movie's too dark the way it is. We got to fix it, change the Shazam character. Make him funny.
1: I don't know. I, I remember he was this, cast a long time ago. Was, I was thinking The Rock was the Dwayne Johnson was going to be cast and then suddenly it's Zachary Levi. But I think The Rock has always wanted to do Black Adam movie, so he's Black Adam in an upcoming know. movie. But yeah, you're, you're exactly
0: right. I don't think so. I don't think that's the way it, it happened. Makes, but it makes it's no sense. You're
1: right. It certainly feels that way.
0: Yeah, it couldn't have happened that way logistically. But it, watching it it's exactly how it felt to me. But I, I didn't, I, I couldn't figure out,
1: there, there were so many things. One, I thought young Billy Batson's characterization, the way his character that has been portrayed, was quite compelling and quite good. Except for when he would like walk away from obvious things he should get involved in, like a handicapped kid getting beat up. Well, like hit by a car and then beat up and then finally. Well, he's not
0: alone. There's 50 other kids standing around, standing around. around him but then it isn't
1: until he says something about his, you know, mom that that's when he turns around and then steps up, right? And then that the wizard uh, Shazam had thought that was the bar by which he should choose Billy Batson, you know, to
0: that he didn't let this handicapped kid get beat up. <laughs> his his methods of candidate selection, <laughs> like strange. he sends sparks out into the world. Like we needed to see that that was an act of desperation. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like he, he, yeah. he waited until all the other six wizards were dead. <laughs> and like then he started looking for the replacement. Right. Like I think he was a procrastinator. So I think when they got down to three,
1: it'd be like, hey, come on. You think you gotta send out them sparks now? We're like we're down about sixty yeah. percent.
0: I mean, I can relate as a as an inveterate hit procrastinator. I'm like, oh shit, I should have been doing this already, and then you can't find a good one. Uh. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I mean, for for being a
1: a tonal mess, there's so much it got either right or good that I I, I genuinely think very well of the movie.
0: All the kids turning into the the Marvel family, the Captain mm-hmm. Marvel family at the end. I loved that.
1: I love that, and I you're right. The, the foster home stuff was
0: really compelling
1: and really good. And um, yeah, and actually, even the goofiness of Shazam not being Billy Batson at all. I really enjoyed the convenience store hold up. I thought that was a great scene. I, I really did. I, I didn't like the fact that. It was funny. It was was funny. It was entertaining. I didn't like the fact that they go out to test their powers and they just randomly come across three crimes happening. But like, um, I superhero movies. That's movies. But I did enjoy that scene, and I did enjoy that they they were trying to get beer, and then when they got beer, it was terrible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then so they went back and got candy. Um, Sense of physics were very puzzling. Like you can catch a bus by putting your hand on the plate glass that you've already seen is shattering. Like, right. why doesn't the windshield of the bus break? When why didn't he, he go through it, right? What catches he... it, yeah. I mean, like, you should be holding at least the steel frame of the bus. Come right. on, give us that. That's not that hard to arrange, is it? But then when he slams the bus down, I'm like, oh, you just killed all the people inside. <laughs> Which would have been funny like... a different type of movie, but not that one. <laughs> not that one. And then it looks like they all get out of their seats to get off of the to file off of the bus. Like, it, it, <laughs> wouldn't you? For <know>. <laughs> a movie in which the technical credits, I thought, I thought like the technical chops in the movie were actually really good. Like the hmm. effects were good at The, the action sequences mostly really worked really well. Um, but then there's like these weird moments of like laziness, like that with the bus sequence. Or like, come on, just like work with me here like right my my brain is active at this point in the,
1: <laughs> you got me why why yeah. why did you just go to lunch for a second
0: shazam shazam, shazam. no gomer pile references hmm no, i guess i not. did like the big i did like the big uh stepping on the toy piano Stepping on the
1: toy piano.
0: There's a fight scene or a Toy Story. He ends up throwing like Batman and Superman toys at. Oh right. Max Strong, and then as he runs out, he realizes he's stepping on a floor like piano mat. Oh. <laughs> pretty pretty sly, not big. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoy. I
1: uh, there's I there's a lot I really like about that movie. I mean, even like when I was a kid, I was always upset that kids' movies didn't get sinister. You know, like they were just too kiddy and it wasn't real threat. And like I wanted the real threat, like adult movies. This movie answered that. <laughs> <laughs> but then when I look back at older mo- kids' movies, I'm seeing it all the time. Like I was rewatching Cloak and Dagger. And um, yeah, that's a freaking. Vi- the first few. <laughs> Dabney Coleman, like, kills two men and then a woman in a nightgown. Like, like. Like right, like in the first few minutes of the movie, and you're like, w- "What?"
0: Yeah, it,
1: three fingered woman with the chlorophyll. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then William Forsythe gets... having a bullet hole in real life in his head, like coming back. I mean, it's it's real tense stuff. I remember watching that movie all the time as a kid.
0: Yeah, me too. Like, oh, I want that role playing game. <laughs> we should have miniatures in our role playing
1: game. Again, one of the few movies where Dabney Coleman gets top billing. He's good. Buffalo Bill. Short time. Good That's show. the movie. I <laughs> will talk about forever. Short time. If you can get your hands on Short Time, which you can't probably, it pops up on HBO every now and again. Pops up on I HBO. have seen that. It's your it's favorite a card chase. Yes, it's one of my favorite car chases of all time. It's as long, if not longer, than the French Connection one. It's a fucking killer car chase, and yet it starts out, because the movie's not technically proficient, and so it starts out where you're just like, yeah, it's just the regular dumb comedy chase scene, and then after a while it lulls you into that thing, and then you realize, oh, wait, oh, wait, these people know what they're doing. They really know what they're doing, and it does things I've never seen in car chases before or since and it's just you can look up on YouTube um, short time best car chase ever they call it I think it was one video and it's there the car chase is and it's Mm. a lot of fun you just gotta know that he's trying to kill himself to get he thinks he's dying of a terminal illness and so then he's for his son to get his uh, policeman's life insurance payout so he can go to college he has to die in the line of duty so he goes on a suicide spree to try to die in the line of uh, duty and uh, uh, It's like the
0: opposite of Breaking Bad
1: Yeah, it is like the
0: opposite of Breaking Bad
1: but uh, instead he ends up saving all these you know, berserking all these crimes and actually saving the day and keep getting commendated when he's trying to kill himself (laughs) It's uh, it's, uh, a Yeah, it's a great premise The movie itself is good but could have been a little better, but the car chase, I don't know. I don't know if it could be better.
0: Alright, well I will watch that clip. <laughs> Alright. Okay, well this can go in the vault.